Blog Talk Radio. We all have inner work to do. Real life, real faith is an opportunity to connect with Cheryl and her guests as they take you on a journey to help you become your authentic self. Whether you need help goal setting, developing coping skills, or connecting with a power greater than yourself, Cheryl is here to walk with you on your path to personal transformation. Get inspired as Cheryl lets you become an active participant or just sit back and glean from the messages delivered. It's Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. I am your host, and I am so happy to have you here with me on this evening. Um, on tonight's broadcast, we will be speaking with author DePortia Rufus, or DePortia Rufus, I don't know, when she comes on, she's going to have to help me. You know, sometimes I just obliterate names. So um, she's going to be joining us here on tonight. She has a book entitled Your Book from God. Um, it is an inspirational devotional that she has done. I believe it's uh, I believe it goes 30 days, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it's something that you really want to go and check out at your earliest convenience. But before we get started speaking with the Porsche, I just wanted to, you know, this is the new year. Last year's broadcast, I mean, last week's broadcast was one that was recorded with Barry Malazzo, a wonderful inspirational story about his journey with his son, his 30-year journey with his son who is um, suffering from uh, a brain injury that he received as as a result of uh, vaccines. And, um, you know, it was it was such an awe-inspiring story. If you didn't have a chance to listen to it last week, I encourage you to go back and listen to it on the archive and find out more about that and about All the King's Horses, which is a book that he wrote about that journey, as well as going to his website, allthekingshorsesministry.com, to learn more about Barry and what he's doing with his fight um, in regards to that particular issue. Um, you also know that we are just a few days away from the inauguration of President-elect Donald Trump, and um, like it or not, he is our president, and we at this point simply have to give him uh, his just due the same way that many of us wanted respect for President Barack Obama. That's the same type of um, as difficult as it may be to do that we have to give to uh, Donald Trump, President-elect Donald Trump, uh, at this particular moment. I just pray that um, we make it through the next few years without an international incident. I just have to admit that that's kind of um, how I feel about what's going on right now. Um, he has made many of his appointments already. Some people are questioning the various appointments that he's made with regards to uh, his, the, his uh, son-in-law that he put in one particular position. And, you know, there's, there have always been undercurrents about nepotism in those particular areas. I believe that um, when Robert Kennedy, I'm sorry, when John Kennedy was elected president, President John Kennedy, he wanted to put his brother Bobby Kennedy into a particular position, and the whole issue of nepotism came up when uh, President Bill Clinton got in office, that same uh, issue of nepotism came up again. So uh, at this point, I don't know how that's possible or why we're looking away. I recognize that they are not biologically related, but at the end of the day, it is a family member. So I don't know how they're, they're overlooking that, but, you know, we shall see where all of this leads. It is a new season. 
And one thing that I know for sure is that Donald, President Donald Trump, President-elect Donald Trump may be president, but God is still king, and he is still in control. So for those of us who are uh, believers, I think that at this point, we need to definitely pray, and we need to look at what we, what, what we should learn from where we are right now. Um, so, you know, at this point, I don't know, Deportia, are you on the line? Hear her, nor do I see her in the queue on the switchboard at the moment. Hello? Deportia, um, are you there? Yes, sure, I'm here. Okay, great, wonderful, wonderful. I wasn't sure I couldn't see you in the queue on the Switchboard, but I am so glad to have you. And just let me, am I calling your name correctly, Deportia, yes? Yes, ma'am. I know it's a little ethnic, okay. you know. <laughs> no, 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 you know, it was like a Deportia, Deportia, you know, I don't know whether it knows, but that is great. Yes, so, you had I'm it right. We're happy to have you here with us on tonight. I just want to let our listeners know that you are the um, one of our newest contributors to the Real Life Real Faith magazine, and I'm really happy to have you with us. Um, and so far, the articles that you've, you've given to us have been excellent articles, and I thank you for that. So right now oh, what I want to you. do is give you – Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I want to give you an opportunity to tell the listeners a little bit about who the Portia Rufus is. Oh, absolutely. So, hello, um, God's beautiful people out there that's listening. Um, my name is Deportia Rufus. I'm a 26-year-old Dallas native, um, and I'm just, you know, a, this this girl on this journey called life, you know. I'm trying to discover who I am outside of who I used to be and just evolve into who into all that God created me to be. You know, outside of my past mistakes, outside of my flaws and my blemishes, I'm just trying to trying to just use everything that the Lord gave me to save souls for his kingdom and just to magnify his name in, in all the earth. You know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. an author. I'm a poet. I do a little acting. At, um, I'm a thea- theatrical actress at church. I go to the, the Potter's House where Bishop T.D. Jakes uh, is the shepherd um, of the of the flock there. And I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to discover all all of my hidden gifts and all of my hidden treasures, you know, that the Lord deposited inside of me and just, you know, pursue my God-given purpose in life because that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Life is all about purpose, Absolutely. you know, and I'm, yes, and I'm slowly, you know, but surely discovering who I am, you know, even though I'm 26. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm just discovering more and more about myself and about the Lord each and every day, you know, as I continue to put him first and, and as I continue to magnify his kingdom. So, yeah, that's, See, that's you know what, pretty much it. I don't, I, don't it I, don't, I don't think it matters what age you are. Discovery and discovering who you are continues throughout your life as you get Amen. into different seasons of life. I turned 50 last year, and I discovered some new things about myself. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's okay. an ongoing process. I don't care how old you are. We're, I think we're all continually in the process of discovering who we are and what God wants for our lives. And I really believe that yes. as, as we enter into new seasons and new phases of our life, that there are there's mm-hmm. always something new for us to learn and for us to discover. I mean, as long as we're here on earth, Obviously, there is is a continued purpose for us, and something else that God would have us to do. So I think that that's a, that's ongoing. Amen. Very true. It's definitely, like you said, it's definitely a never ending process. 
You know, God is always mm-hmm. going to be working at us, whether we're nine or whether we're ninety or whether we're ninety-nine. As long as we have breath in our in our bodies, God is just you know we're going to continue to be a work in progress. We're never going to have it all mm-hmm. together, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I I encourage you know um, everybody. You know, sometimes I I see seniors that are in church and they kind of sit down and, and stop doing certain things and, and what have you. Mm-hmm. But I tell them, look, God is not done with you yet. When you look at uh, Abraham, and he was, what, over 70, when God told him, okay, I need you to move. I need you to go to this right. man. I, he didn't even know where he was going. He just told him, pick up all his stuff right. and move away from his family and go to this new land. Or when Sarah right. had, you know, uh, so listen, it's, it's never as long as you're still here, there's something that you can still be doing. It's just a matter of Amen. your willingness to be obedient and to identify what that is. Amen. Amen, Cheryl. So very true. So very true. Yeah. <laughs> So listen, I was looking at your at your bio, and it said that uh, mm-hmm. you realize that there is beauty in the struggle. Talk about that yes. a little bit. Absolutely. Um. So you know, life life is not fair. You know, but God is just. And you know, in this life, we're gonna go through things. We're gonna have travesties. We're gonna be betrayed. We're gonna be afflicted. But you know, like the good book says, that all things, both good and bad, work together for our good. You know, because we are all God's children. You know, and we're gonna struggle. We're gonna go through things. We're gonna cry ourselves to sleep at night. But you know, in the end, it's all gonna be beautiful because God uses our ashes and He makes them beautiful. You know, He renews us. He refines us. Anything that tried to destroy us and tear us down, in the in the end, it all makes sense when we go through things and we're tried and we we face tests and the devil is on every side. You know, it's it's a struggle, but in the end, it it, it all makes sense. It's beautiful in the end. It's ugly in the beginning and in the middle, it's confusing, but in the end, it, it's beautiful. You know, that's why I say there's beauty in the struggle because you're gonna struggle, you're gonna go through things. Even Jesus went through things and he was perfect. You know, he was the son of God, mm-hmm. but, you know, if mm-hmm. it wasn't for his struggle, we would, none of us would have everlasting life, you know, and that, and that there mm-hmm. is beautiful. That's the most beautiful gift that any of us has ever been given and will ever be given, you know, the gift of eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And, you know, it's, it's, life is ugly at times, but, but it's beautiful, you know, it really is when you, but it's all about your perception. If you perceive it to be beautiful, then it is beautiful. You know, you your mentality equals your reality. If you're negative and all that stuff, then nothing good will ever come to you. Nothing good will ever flow to you, you know, because you have a woe is me attitude. You know, God does God can't bless us when when we're miserable, you know. We're gonna be tried, mm-hmm. of course. But, you know, it all things, you know, the mountains and yeah. the trenches, you know, we, we need both. In order, in order yeah. to figure out who we are and and who God is, you know. So, you know, it's, it's funny that you said that because I just talked to a group of students this morning and basically told them the same uh-huh. thing. I said, you know, you choose <laughs> each day whether or not you yes. want to be happy. You choose to have joy each day. You, you know, when, when ever you get to the point where you allow someone else to steal your joy, you allow someone else to try to dictate your happiness for you, then that that's a decision that you made. You you allowed that to happen. And it doesn't mean that every day that you get up it's gonna be, you know, roses and, and rose petals right. and, you know, <laughs> a sweet aroma and fragrance. No, that doesn't happen. But uh you, you alluded to one of my favorite scriptures and that is that all things work together for our good. And it doesn't it doesn't uh 
specify. You know, it doesn't say just the good things right. or whatever. That includes those bad things. And, and one of the things yes. I know is that many times <laughs> when we deal with some of the bad things, those are the things that help to build our character. Those are the things that help mm-hmm. to build our – if we never went through mm-hmm. anything, if we never had any trials and, and tribulations, then we would not know that God is a healer. If you've never been sick, you can't tell somebody that he's a healer. If you've never yes. been without money, <laughs> you can't tell anybody that, that you know, he can he can provide for you or he's a way maker. So, mm-hmm. you know, those things, all mm-hmm. things are, are working together for our good. And in that, he is continually perfect affecting those things that concern us because some of that is about pulling out of us those things that don't look like him. You know, fear, yes. for instance, you know, getting yes. us to a point where he can pull out that fear and, and let us know that we can always trust him and that when he says he never leaves us or forsakes us, that he means that. You know, pulling out yes. those gifts and talents that he's given to us. So all of that, all of that is about, you know, getting us to a place in God where we can truly manifest what he has intended for our lives, that that whole uh, living life, uh, 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 Jesus coming so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And even identifying Mm -hmm. that sometimes abundance does not necessarily mean monetary things or materialistic things. Sometimes that abundance applies to, you know, your wealth and your joy and your peace and your happiness. So, you know, that's very true that even in our struggle, we Mm -hmm. need to identify the beauty in that because we need to find out, okay, God, what is it that you're teaching me through this? What is it that you're trying to pull out of me? What is it that you're trying to, where is it that you're trying to move me to? Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You better preach, my sister. You better (laughs) preach. at your your uh your bio also and I saw and I always want to ask this because I keep saying that I'm gonna have an opportunity to visit there. I go to Dallas often mm-hmm. but I really haven't had the opportunity to go to the Potter's house. What is that like, you know, being at the Potter's house oh. with T D J Oh my God. It is a phenomenal experience you know it's not just a, about a church yes it's a mega church or whatever and a lot of people you know are are turned off by that you know but it is somewhere where your spirit is, is fed and you are you are just transformed your mind is renewed and your hope is restored you know bishop td jakes is not only a preacher but a teacher you know he breaks it down into, to where anyone can understand it like my little she's 10 and she understands what he's saying because he he breaks it down to your level so that you can so that you can receive the word that god has placed upon your life you know and i've been a member there since i was 15 cheryl and I'm 26 now, and I've been going there, you know, 11 mm-hmm. years. And and let me tell you, there mm-hmm. has never been a Sunday where there was not a rhema word preached, where God wasn't speaking through Bishop T.D. Jakes to to myself and to and to others. I mean, he mm-hmm. is anointed. He is awesome. He's he's phenomenal. He's my spiritual father. You know, I grew up without okay. a father, so I look to him as my spiritual father, you know, because he feeds my soul. And when it comes to church, mm-hmm. you definitely need somewhere where your soul is fed because, you know, we're hungry in, in this life. You know, mm-hmm. we need inspiration. We need hope. We need guidance. And and Bishop T.D. Jakes brings the word of God Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. You know, I don't go there because, oh, it's Bishop T.D. Jakes. He's a man. You know, and he's very down mm-hmm. to earth. He's very humble. He tells about his past and 
and he's he's a he's a mighty man of God, and he is truly anointed. And I'm I'm so grateful to God to have um, T.D. Jakes as my spiritual father, someone that pours into my mm-hmm. life and speaks into my life. You know, that's where a lot of my wisdom has come from 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 church. Mm-hmm. You know, from going to the potty yeah. house. And yeah, you should definitely yeah, come and visit. Yeah, I, mean, I need to. I need to. Next time, the next time I'm down there, I'm going to have to hook up with you and, and try to make my way over there because I really want to experience that. So, uh, you know, you are a young you are a young woman of God. You said a couple of times that you're 26. And mm-hmm. I want to ask you, first of all, what has that journey been like for you to get to this place in your life at such a young age? Because, you know, not very many uh, uh, young adults your age take it upon mm-hmm. themselves to go out and spread, you know, the love of Jesus or the good news of the gospel. I really believe that it takes a very, uh, a very well-grounded or rooted individual, especially at 26, mm-hmm. to you know take that upon themselves. Not saying that you can't. Not saying that there are many examples in the Bible where that happened at even a younger age, right. but particularly where you know in the age that we live in now. To find that is is um, awesome, and you know what was yeah. that journey like for you, and how how do those around you you know perceive that? Oh, okay. Well, th- well, thank you first and foremost for those kind words. I really appreciate that, Cheryl. And you know, my journey I haven't always been you know spirit filled and 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 hungry for God. You know, um, I spent the majority of my life, believe it or not. Even as a child, very angry. I grew up as as a very angry child, um, and mainly because I believe it was because I didn't have a father in my life. So a lot of uh, in my in my childhood, I had I had a lot of behavioral issues, especially when it, especially at school, not necessarily at home, because my mama didn't play that, you know. <laughs> and um, you know, and but but I grew, <laughs> you know, black mamas are they don't play that, but um, yeah, you know, I, I have. <laughs> So I grew up as a child, you know, I was very angry. I was very um, unforgiving. You know, children are are very forgiving. You know, they learn how to forgive. But me as a child, if you crossed me any any kind of way, I didn't forgive you. I, I held on to grudges. At a young age, I mastered unforgiveness, you know, and I didn't realize that until I got older. I was like, oh, God, that, that's not good. I got to get rid of that, you know, and um. I grew up, you know, uh, raised by my by, by a teenage mother, and she wasn't necessarily, you know, in the church. She told me about God. Um, it wasn't until I was in my teenage years where we both started, you know, going to church faithfully and, and all of that. And But, uh, you know, my journey, it hasn't been beautiful at all. I've made a lot of foolish mistakes, um, especially in my – especially after I graduated high school – you know, I did a lot of things uh, that I'm not proud of, but um, I'm grateful to God because it's all a part of my journey. You know, I've, um, you know, I've sold drugs. I, I've done, you know, I've, I've I did exotic dancing before. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed to say where God has brought me from. You know, because um, I, I am who I am today because of what I went through in my past. You know, and. I I was caught up with the wrong crowd, the wrong people, uh, you know, into drugs and all that. Nothing heavy, of course. And, um, you know, I was just very uh, weak um, 
as a teen in my in my young, early adult years, you know, I wasn't going to church, I wasn't praying, you know, and I was very negative, I was very bitter, very unforgiving, very very miserable um, in my early twenties. Even though I'm still kind of in my early twenties, well, between like twenty and twenty four, I would say, um, I was just. <laughs> I was suicidal. I had just, I was just, you know, I was headed down a path of self-destruction, Cheryl, you know, and um, I was just, you know, I got, I got sick and tired of, of how I was, you know, I got tired of repeating Mm -hmm. the same vicious cycles. I got tired of, you know, hanging out with the wrong people. I got tired of just existing and not living, you know, I got tired of just wanting to die. I wanted to live, you know, I would fantasize mm-hmm. about death. I would ask God to just, you know, put me out of my misery because I was miserable for a very, very, very mm-hmm. long time, basically the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got to this point, like, two years ago, believe it or not, you know. So mm-hmm. I I made up in my mind that I wanted to change. You know, I, I made up in my mind mm-hmm. that I wanted, that I wanted to go after all that God had placed inside of me. I didn't want to just work an eight to five and pay bills and die. You know, and mm-hmm. um, I had to make up in my mind to just be like, you know, submit, put God first and then see what happens. You know, I didn't know that I had all these gifts inside of me, but it wasn't until I mm-hmm. submitted and said, okay, Lord, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm, I hate how I am. I hate how my life is. Please help me, you know, and it wasn't easy mm-hmm. transitioning because, you know, God takes us through, through test after test, but, you know. If I hadn't went through what I went through back then, I wouldn't be who I am now. And I'm just so, you know, grateful for, for my journey that, I, that I'm that i on and that, I, and that I've been on, you know, all my life, mm-hmm. you know, with the anger, with the bitterness, with the negativity, with the suicidal thoughts, with the, you know, exotic dancing and, and all of that, you know, it, it, it was it was beautiful in the end, you know. So, yeah. you know what, yeah. I, um, I, I, I listen to you as you're speaking. First of all, we're all an ex-something, you know, ex-exotic right. dancer, ex-fornicator, ex-whatever, right. ex whatever, ex-whatever. We're all an ex-something, right. and I, I believe truly that in the body of Christ, uh, far too often we want people to believe that we've always been where we are right now, and we don't want to right. tell people our testimony. Uh, we've we've right. published a couple of books, No Test, No Testimony. And and mm-hmm. I think that the testimony is the thing. You know, when we when we sit on our testimony, when we sit on what we've been through, and and don't tell people what God has brought us through, we're sitting on mm-hmm. someone else's breakthrough. We're sitting on yes. someone else's deliverance because there is somebody waiting to hear the Porsche story that says, you know what? I used to be an exotic dancer, but God. I used to sell yes. drugs, but God. I wanted to kill mm-hmm. myself, but God. Somebody out there is waiting to hear that, and I thank God that you said yes, that you said, okay, God, yes, God, I hear you, and I want to do what it is that you're telling me to do. Yes, God, you know, I don't mind being a mouthpiece and letting people know what you have brought me through. You know, yes, God, Amen. I don't mind you using me to be able to help somebody else because that's really what it's all about. You know, we, you know, sometimes we, we want people to think that, uh, you know, we're more 
we think more highly of ourselves than we really should mm-hmm. or, or that we become self-righteous and that we've gotten to this place right. and it's been all, you know, just because of us. And I tell people all the right. time, when you go through the Bible, God used flawed people all the time. Paul used mm. to go around killing Christians and, you know, Moses killed an Egyptian and, you know, David, the man at the guy's own heart, was was uh, 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 dealt in adultery and had his friend killed because he wanted his wife and, you know, all of those kinds mm-hmm. of things. And yet God used those very people, and they are some of the most prolific figures yes. in the Bible, it, you know, in the Bible stories that we read. So, you know, I, I just I, I thank God for the fact that you were able, you know, when the Bible says that he stands at the door and knocks, that you decided mm-hmm. to open that door and allow him to come in and use you for that purpose. And I pray that he continues to to use you in that way and to open up, you know, enlarge your territory and open up more opportunities for you to be able to go out there and speak to other young women and let them know mm-hmm. that, you know, there is hope, there there is something available that can help transform your very life if you allow it to happen. Amen. Very true. Very true. You know, and it's very true because you have to, in order to reach people, you have to be transparent. You have to be willing to be vulnerable because that's where your strength lies. You know, I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. to say that, you know, I, I've been even, even I've, I've even been in an abusive relationship before, you know, where I was with a man mm-hmm. that used to beat me, you know, and every day mm-hmm. I would wake mm-hmm. up, um, Wondering if if I was gonna live throughout through through that day, you know, get to the end of that day, you know, and I just thank God. I'm not ashamed to tell people where God has brought me from because we all we all have dirt under our fingernails, you know. <laughs> We're all That's sinners. So Jesus Christ died for us all. None of us, no one is better than than the next person, you know. And people are gonna criticize you, you know, and criticize you and talk about you regardless. So. You know, it's it's, it's, and it's but it's not about that. To talk about Jesus. <laughs> exactly. And he was exactly. Perfect. So what about us? And he's perfect, right? What about he did me? no wrong. What about me? Right. You know, sometimes I have to check myself. If somebody's not talking about me and criticizing me, I'm there. I say, okay, Lord, I must not be going hard enough for you or something because ain't nobody saying right. that. Let me go see what else I can stir up. <laughs> right. You know, I, the thing that's kind of amazing um, is that you know, for you to not have a father, sometimes uh, people. Mm-hmm that don't have fathers in their lives find it difficult to develop a relationship with their father, God, because their earthly father has not been around or has mistreated them or abused them or whatever the case may be. And, again, it is such a blessing whenever you see someone that lacks that earthly father figure in their life uh, being able to actually connect with their father, God, in a, in a way that will allow them to move forward and, and do what God has called them to do. So I think that also is, is truly a blessing. And, you know, before we go yeah. tonight, what I want to do is give you an opportunity to talk to the people a little bit about your uh, your book. It's called uh, Your Book from God. Let them know what the book is about and how they would be able to uh, purchase a copy of the book. Absolutely. So, yeah, guys, um, your book from God, um, that's right, your book, it's yours. I wrote it just for you. Um, It's a self-help daily devotional slash testimonial. So it consists of 366 days of inspiration, prayers, poetry, excuse me, prayers, poetry, and just guidance. You know, I talk about in, in these 366 days, I talk about, you know, Hope, hopelessness, hurt, pain, heartache, um, 
joy. I, I really try to discuss everything that we endure on this human voyage, you know, called life, because we're all bleeding in certain areas of our life. And so when I wrote your book from God a few years back, I was in a very uh, dark and desolate place. You know, I had lost my job. I had um, I had to move back in with my mom. My car got repossessed. I was my I was heartbroken by this guy that I thought was the love of my life, you know, and um this book will definitely touch you and, and transform you. You know, if you have a if you have a soul, then this book is for you. You know, this book is for people both young and old. My little sister, she's ten years old and she reads it, you know, so it it's for it's for everyone. So yeah, guys, mm-hmm. go go out there and get it. Um and, and oh, I'm sorry, and for each day there's either um a quote or a Bible verse because because I, I did it that way because I know that not a lot of people, you know, read the Bible, not a lot of people believe in Jesus. So I wanted to um express that diversity, you know, w- with mm-hmm. that. And um you guys can get it up in ebook and paperback format. It's available on Amazon, uh Barnes and Noble dot com, Christianbook dot com. Also available um, on in Google Books and um, let's see where else and it's it's available at like thousands of other Christian retailers, online retailers and distributors. I, I don't know them all. I'm sorry about that, but Amazon okay, is like okay. the best don't, don't route to numbers. go. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's, it's, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh no! I said no, yeah. No, Amazon no. is the best route to go because there it's like 15 bucks. So you know. Fifteen okay. bucks to All bless right. the rest of your life, yeah. And it does um, ship right. internationally, so it's in Canada, Australia, Asia, and the United Kingdom as well. So yeah, go out and get your book from God today, guys. It'll surely bless you. And it's just in time for the Wonderful. New Year, so three hundred and sixty-six so days. How can our listeners get in touch with you if they need to find out more about yeah, what you're absolutely. doing? Yeah, so you guys can uh, find me on Facebook. It's a uh, I'll spell my name. I know it's you know ghetto. It's uh, the Porsche. That's D D A P as in Paul O R S C H A Superfly all one word and Rufus, which is my last name R U F U S. You can also follow me on Instagram at um, I am underscore the Porsche, spelled the same way, and on Twitter at um, the Porsche underscore Rufus. I'm still kind of new to Twitter. I don't really understand it, so y'all pray for me on that. And uh, for booking um, booking or speaking events, you can also email me at Porsche, that's P-O-R-S-C-H-A underscore Rufus at yahoo.com. So, yeah, that's it. I just wanted to thank you so much for joining us here on tonight. It has truly been wonderful. You guys need to make sure that you check out the Portia's new column in Real Life Real Faith magazine. It is called Seeds of Hope, and she is truly blessing the people through this new column that she has created with Real Life Real Faith magazine. The Portia, thank you so much for joining Real Life Real Faith on this evening. You be blessed. Cheryl, thank you. God bless you. I'll I'll talk to you soon. And thank you so much for okay, everything. Okay, great. All right. God bye-bye. bless you. So we, just want to, we just want to remind you that uh, this is Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. You can meet us here every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Real Life, Real Faith with Cheryl Lacey Donovan. 
on Twitter at Real Faith Mag and on Instagram at Real Life Real Faith. Join us here again next week at 7 p.m. We'll have Rokisha Henry joining us. You don't want to miss it. And as always, we want to remind you that God can do exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Be blessed.